0: It's time to have a sip of coffee and enjoy Fresh Floppies, episode 14. <coughs> I just kept recording. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: listen up, you primitive screwheads. Uh, no. I get that reference. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, greetings to, what, what do we say normally?
0: Uh, what's up to all our sidekicks That's and right. folk out there in the mother-loving geek nation. You're currently tuning in to the 14th episode of Fresh Floppies. Noel, my compatriot, ah. uh, what is a, what is a floppy?
1: Uh, floppy is a single issue comic book that comes to the news, st- newsstands, not anymore. Not newsstands! Direct, <laughs> direct market retailers, such yes. as your local comic shop and oh. or hobby shop, um, every week uh, to tell a one-chapter story and an ongoing saga of these characters and IP that we love so, so very much. Yeah. So today we're going to have spoiler-free conversations about the comic books that are out today, May 24th, in the year of our Lord 2023. <laughs> um, not all of them, just some of them, and as spoiler-free-ish as, as humanly humanly possible. Humanly, humanly possible. Yeah. Um, I, My name is Noel. Uh, he said that already. What's
0: your name again? I'm JD from JD's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street. It's a comic shop. It's super rad. Come buy stuff.
1: Come buy stuff. Uh, what is your... What's the best conversation you've ever had in a comic shop? Oh, come on. No, no, no. Uh, the best? Well, the, most, the one that sticks out the most. It could it could have been contentious.
0: Oh. I, I wasn't ready for this contentious. question. I, contentious. Um, con- contentious?
1: Con- <laughs> contemptuous.
0: Uh I've had, a, I've had a, a bunch of wonderful conversations at the shop. That is half of the fun of the gig um, is talking to the customers. I can't think of a single one that sticks out. Um, but uh, just people enjoying the things that they enjoy and us commiserating about that is generally <laughs> the pleasant uh, uh, experience that I, I have there. Mm. So how's that for a non-answer?
1: It's, not, it's an absolute non-answer yep, that's yep. a what are you a politician yeah <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about this uh, well I feel that all of our feelings matter yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah um alright well I mean that, that was that was a uh, that was a dead end of a conversation I feel like yeah. we're just moving to the- yeah
0: it's- <laughs> Can we edit that
1: out? <laughs> I don't edit. I don't, um, I don't know what that means. Super
0: massive number one. That's
1: right. Super it's massive. Um, you know what? Here's
0: the thing. There's no numbers. Everyone asks me what's the worst conversation I have at a comic shop. And so the best conversation is not at the top of my mind because I'm always ready to go with what's the worst well, conversation. Well, what's the worst? Well, what's, what's the most expensive comic you have? Uh the people you know it's people Oh, that. Speculate. Just, like yeah. hardcore speculators. Yeah. Mm. That stuff irks me to no end. And um, I just... You know, it's up there with, like, oh, you're you working hard or hardly working. Or, uh, oh, no <laughs> well, price just, tag on it. It must be free. Whoa. That's just
1: that's just retail bullshit. Yeah, I yeah. hate
0: it. Um, <laughs> but I do have wonderful conversations <laughs> with actual humans there. Uh, and I just can't think of any of them right now. So let's, let's move on to Supermassive. Nope. Damn
1: it. Um, okay. <laughs> supermassive. Uh, there's no number on this. It's the second one. So it's I think it's just titled Officially Supermassive 2023. Mm-hmm. seems as though they're going to be doing these every year. This is a... Um, uh one shot that takes place in the massive universe, the massive verse. Um that's the image uh, connected image comic books that are coming out, superhero comic books that are coming out. That's Radiant Black, Rogue Sun, The Dead Lucky, Inferno Girl Red, and No Slash One. No mm-hmm. one. No one. Um last year one of these came out. Uh it introduced Inferno Girl Inferno Girl Red and teased The Dead Lucky at the end. It was just kind of like a a two-hander. Of uh, Rogue Sun and... Um, oh, yeah, it introduced Rogue Sun, too. Radiant Black and Radiant Red. Yeah. Very fun uh, road kind of action comedy. This one is different uh, in so much as it introduces a character from Ro- uh, Rogue Sun's distant past. Mm. Um, kind of like a knight of some sorts. And they fought over the... Something they call the Holy Grail. Oh, the Holy Grail. Yeah. They fought over the Holy Grail. Um, one of them died, the other one moved on, and now, uh, 700 years later, um, Rogue Son, who, no spoilers for the other, for Rogue Son currently, but is not the same character, uh, in scripts, the assistance of, conscripts the assistance of Radiant Black to help them get the, uh, the, the Holy Grail now, oh. and the dead Lucky, um, character, BB, is, uh, inter interrupts and jumps sure. onto the to the ship. This okay. is very much an accessible one shot.
0: Cuz what you just described I wasn't sure. Okay.
1: Well, you yeah. you literally could just start reading this yeah. and they you oh, they're, they're looking for the Holy Grail. These these colorful characters are looking for the Holy Grail. Gotcha. Great. And then they have a bunch of conversations during the journey. It literally is like a video game level. It's side quests, and then they get to the next level, and they have to do a thing, and they get to the next level, and they have to do a thing. And during those things, they'll talk about, like, Marshall and Nathan, the two characters in Radiant Black, will talk about the problems they're having now in yeah. their book. Gotcha. So it's all kind of contextually done. As a comic, it's very well paced and put together. Yeah. As somebody that's reading all the massive ver books, this seems perfunctory.
0: Oh. So this is for just this is just to get people on board. Kind of. This is like I can hand this to someone and say, hey, you should check this out. And then also all of these different characters have their own books.
1: It's it's um by the nature of it, it's very side questy. The previous supermassive from twenty twenty two felt like this is the next chapter and all these go. Yeah. This one, because there's so many kind of other books happening and you're all in them. This one just feels like a side
0: quest. Okay.
1: Um, I'm sure, or at least I hope that little pieces of this maybe bleed into the other book, but it really does feel very standalone, which is a positive. But also, as somebody reading all of them, a little bit of a letdown. Okay. You know, does that make sense? Like, well, the
0: the first the first one introduced new characters and gave you new uh, series. Does this give you any new new characters or new series? Um. To- you,
1: this this uh this other this character, this blonde character on the front, yeah. and. I, they are escaping my name. Honestly, so is their gender. Uh, I don't remember if it's a male or a female. It's mm-hmm. incredibly irrelevant to the story. They're just uh, this artist. Um, I forget their name. The oh name yeah, we there? should
0: say who who made this book. So
1: it's written by all of the writers of the book.
0: <laughs> oh wow, of all the different series. It's, yeah, they all write oh, it together. Cool. So
1: it's so it is Ryan Parrott, um, Kyle Higgins, Melissa Flores, and Matt Groom, mm-hmm. um, Danielle. Dean Nicolo, Nicolo. Nicolo. this is the same artist as Seven Secrets,
0: who was written by Tom Tom Taylor, Taylor.
1: Um, which was a really, really fun book, ended at like 14 issues. It was a really, really fun book, but the art is very anime. Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: Brightly colored anime.
0: Americanized anime. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Manga.
1: Yeah. 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 But so like, that's a male character, I believe. Yeah. there's a couple of androgynous characters which is totally fine but I completely yeah. forgot their name so I'm I i, I can not okay. say <laughs> but um there's there's something about this art that is um not super appealing to me okay. so, so is before it's um the way that they depict action
0: yeah
1: often it is like sometimes the panel layouts are great but then every once in a while there will be a violent interaction and I don't know where it started and where it ended yeah. just the next panel. There's, there's a little bit of a lack of like connect uh, kinetic energy between panels and some scenes that seem really important. Mm, okay. um, which, you know, oh, it's a one shot. So maybe it's just a pacing issue. Yeah. So like, I'm going to say this is fresh. Oh, also, yeah, like this main character does a thing, and I'm like, "Was this connected to something else?" I have no clue. Like, it's it's very. It feels rushed.
0: Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I see a giant dragon out of nowhere. That's kind of cool.
1: Um, it feels rushed. There is a um, if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna take a detour into a speculation town okay. with uh, uh, our favorite speculator hanging out on the corner, which yeah. we call Speculator Corner. There is an interesting cameo at the end of this book. Oh, okay. That I don't think will go anywhere. Yeah. But it's just kind of a wink and a nod of like, oh, cute. Okay. So it, I mean, we'll
0: find out.
1: Yeah, people could go crazy about anything. Oh, this is the first appearance in a massive book of this number of the like. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Maybe. But um, I mean, it looks cool. Looking through it, the art. I think the art looks really, really cool. I. Uh, it, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I it just it, it's you know it's bright, it's colorful, it's very comic booky. It is very manga esque. Um, I think it looks very kinetic to me, but I, you know, having not read the actual story yet, it's I can't speak to the, it's it. It's mostly the pacing. Yeah,
1: like, uh, action scenes will end abruptly and or start abruptly as opposed to ramping up tension. Does gotcha. that make sense? Yeah, like, sure. it's, of course, yeah. it just of feels rushed. Okay. Um, as as a as a fan of all of this stuff, it's fresh. If I was just coming into this cold, mm-hmm. actually, it might be higher.
0: Oh, oh, right on! You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. it's
1: it caters a little bit more
0: to to new readers. Yeah, which, which is, is great. I, which is I assume is one hundred percent the goal here.
1: Super great. Yeah. Um, uh, Super massive. <laughs> um, I'm a little torn. Like I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy reading it as much as the last years.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Right on. I'm I am so far behind on all of these books, man. I am so into. What they're doing as a as a I don't know, company as an initiative as a initiative a story whatever it's just like as a universe, universe. I think it's great I, I love that Image is doing this mm-hmm. and I, there's just too much for me to keep up with so, I'm actually,
1: I'm actually behind so I'm 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 on Radiant Black and Rogue Sun. I'm current I was yeah. behind on Dead Lucky yeah this something happens in here I was like oh Whoops. I guess that happened at the end of Dead Lucky issue five of Dead Lucky which is a miniseries. No, it's ongoing. Oh, is it on? Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. You'd think I would know that, but I don't. Um, <laughs> what all are, right. What are we talking about next? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's Green Arrow number 2 by Josh Williamson and... Uh, ex-
1: Steve Izoski?
0: Izoxi. Izoxi. I yeah. follow him on
1: Twitter. Still don't know how to say his name.
0: Me neither. Um, not that that would help you. It's still, it's not oh, like mean, Twitter reads you the name. Um,
1: I could have the accessible Twitter. You don't it's know. It's true,
0: I don't. Uh, so I really enjoyed Green Arrow number one, which was new to me because I am not a Green Arrow fan. Um, but uh, that was so that was a nice surprise. And then coming into this one, still going strong. I'm still enjoying it. Basically, we had uh, Ollie, and uh, I was the cats are doing something.
1: Oh, I know what it is. Uh, I'm going to leave this all in. If anybody hears cats in the background, uh, the door was closed, so the cat must get in.
0: Oh, yeah. He doesn't actually want to be in there. He just doesn't want the door to block. Yeah. Um, So anyway, yeah. So what I like about this is more than Green Arrow, Ollie does not appeal to me as a character. I love me some super family. So the fact that we've got Black Canary, we've got Arsenal, we got hints of... um, uh, Oliver's son, whose name eludes me right now. Connor. Connor. Connor Hawk. Um I'm into it. I love it. Uh, Ollie and his ne- niece. You Can know, it's I, Arsenal's daughter. Is is are they actually
1: related? Roy is actual. No, Roy is just like a ward, right? Yeah. Well. So is his niece. Sort of. Yeah. Close enough. Or granddaughter, actually. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, uh, they've been zapped away to another dimension. And uh, they're fighting aliens and doing all doing all the green arrow stuff. Well, it's it's alien it might be to another world, right? Uh, it well, might be another he, planet. He,
1: mentioned, he makes a joke about Hal and stuff. I like it made me That's think. That's true, that they know this, Green Lanterns. It makes me think this is another planet.
0: Yeah, yep, okay. All right. Fair enough. I wasn't hundred percent sure. Uh, and the art is really, really nice. It's very much in, in league with um sort of like a Dale Eaglesham um uh, what is his name? There's another artist in here that I'm that very similar to. You know
1: what I did not realize? Yeah, there's a, like his, um, his facial acting is very much kind of like, it, it does hearken to Eagle Shaman in some scenes, especially the scene in the Treehouse.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, which, that was cool. The Treehouse bit, I actually quite like that. So uh, I don't know if I should just spoil it.
1: Um, it's cute. Just you don't have to yeah. spoil it. It's okay, cute. Okay. There's uh, a
0: cute. Yeah. The the way he gets his uh treehouse, the explanation for it is delightful.
1: Yeah. There's a... Uh,
0: very DC comics.
1: Yeah. It's um. I actually I enjoy that when they yeah. just kind of lean into the comic booky of oh. it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is really fun. Um. I was not. I liked the first issue a lot. Yeah. I wasn't as hot on it as you were. Mm-hmm. Especially one of the character interactions yeah. just felt a little uh, tacked on to me. Mm-hmm. But then this issue um, fixes that a little bit, narratively,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is cool. Uh, I like this. It was, this was cute. Um, I like the central conflict. I like, uh, I, I do like Ollie. I'm not exactly sure why you don't like Ollie that much. Um, no,
0: he's always going on about, like, it's just, the, maybe it's the way he talks and the fact that he's a billionaire and he's always talking about the fat cats on Wall Street. And I'm like, dude, yeah. rela- like, relax.
1: He, he um you are that he, he literally tries to be a social justice warrior yeah which I'm okay with
0: uh, yeah it just it's it's a one note thing mm. that I, I I couldn't tell you anything else about Oliver other than like boy he hates the fat cats on Wall Street despite ah. being a billionaire um, yeah, he
1: he hasn't had his own book in a while to flesh that out yeah so like just in other books he's got two notes yeah yeah I got it um no I, I like this a lot I love the art um. I think the second issue is stronger than the first, personally. Like oh, yeah. digging a little, like sure. falling down the hole a little further. Yeah, yeah, I um, agree. The last page reveal is has been the same last page reveal in all DC books in the last uh, I want to say month. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's they are they are ramping up to some sort of event that mm-hmm. has to do with that, and while it's interesting. Um, it might get old fast, so they have mm-hmm. to like st- like. There's only so much setup you can do before it's just like, okay, I get it. They're bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. they're showing up in every book. They've showed up in Titans. Titans. They've showed up in um two or three other things I read this week. In oh, every anthology book, they showed up in uh, yeah. Brave and the Bold. They showed up in like they're showing. Yeah, yeah. Up. They showed up in the 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 DC Dawn of DC Primer. It should, like they are everywhere. Yeah. So, really yeah. pushing
0: this these this character for sure.
1: And not even just the character, they're also their boss like that yeah, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Anyway. But yeah, this this is still going strong. The, what DC is doing right now with their main titles as I don't even know if this is a miniseries or an ongoing, but they're just putting out solid character-based stories uh that oh. aren't big giant events and I'm digging it. Whoa. Flash, Nightwing, Green Arrow,
1: so far, uh, they're doing meat and potatoes comics yes, right now. Yes, that's it. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, like, let's redefine and or just do like a solid this, solid this, solid yes. this. So, um, yeah, DC comics are fun to read right now. I, I, I think I only like read two or three. No, I actually read more than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. DC comics are fun right now. Yeah. Um, speaking of DC comics, the next one we're going to talk about is a brand new Dawn of DC title for the We Are Legends initiative, the AAPI. Mm-hmm. Uh, City Boy... Written by Greg Pak with art by min Young?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, sure. um, what did you think about this
0: new number one of a new character, JD? Uh, it was fine. Uh, so a lot of people, you know, when it was described what this character's abilities were, were just like, well, why don't you just use... Um, Jack Hawksmore. Jack Hawksmore, who was of the authority and his whole thing, which I kind of thought was really cool 20 years ago was uh, he is in tune with the consciousness of a city. So he goes to a city and he's got, you know, sort of cybernetic feet. So he walks around, he's always barefoot, but the bottom of his feet are cybernetic. And he's able to tune into the city itself. This is slightly different than that. and I thought it was fine. I think it's off. To, oh, that's, I just realized what his his jacket is. Yeah. is is a skyline. It's an awesome design. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a cool mm. looking dude. Um, neat how that masks that mask constantly stays on. I could never get my uh, my uh, COVID it's, mask it's, to stay on. That's
1: because I got a fat face, so like it just never it's stayed on just, underneath my chin. Yeah, just yeah. always
0: always it it would fall off my. He's ear.
1: a he's a much more but, petite uh profile of a human being.
0: But basically, we've got this kid who stumped. You know, in classic comic bookdom. The boy stumbles into uh, an experiment that's going on, gets caught into it, and now he's able to uh, sort of dip into the shadows of the city and read the city's emotions and uh, physically affect the city, uh, which is very, very cool. What did you think?
1: Uh, same. I liked it a lot. Um, it's it's much more spiritual than Jack Hawksmore. Yes. Um, you get a glimpse of his origin, you know, evil scientist stuff, uh, which I thought was really, honestly, kind of funny. Like... Mm-hmm. Um, honestly it was kind of funny uh <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that um <laughs> this mad scientist collected a person a, a, like indiv- like mafia city patrollers <laughs> politicians blah 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 and then just sucked them all up into a machine mm-hmm. to like create the consciousness of the city yeah. all of these people that would know the city the most are yeah. all just kind of combined into like igniting this thing mm-hmm. that takes him over yeah so it's it's um' Un, it's very much unlike Jack Hawksmore in so much as it's it's not augmentation, and it's not as controllable for him. He right. it is a burden that he has all of these kind of the city's voices in his head, and uh, he goes out of his way to kind of suppress it. Yeah, which is a much more honestly that's a much more um, uh, wonderful conflict for a central character. Um, Agreed. Yeah. This uh, this was. For for characters I'd never honestly they're brand new so of course i never heard of them mm-hmm. but um, with no foothold this is a great book mm-hmm. I like uh, there's and there's no surprise appearances by another DC character this is his book and it's pretty strong
0: like it's just, um, I, there is a surprise appearance by oh, a DC character actually. at the very end yeah yep oh that oh, I forgot about that yeah, yeah that's which really, I was like oh that, all right that was right. really good though yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what I completely forgot about? I thought you were talking about the, nope. the person before that. No. And I'm like, oh, that's no one a, cares
0: about that. I was going to
1: say, that's a deeper character. Yeah, that's yeah, totally that's fine. That's a deep cut. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah the very did, last
0: panel, I was like, oh, all right, here I didn't we go. Ex,
1: I didn't expect that. You're right. I totally didn't expect that.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think these are off to a good start. Uh, what was the last? Spirit one? World. Sp- no. Vigil. Vigil. That's the one I haven't read yet.
1: Uh, I haven't read Spirit World. Vigil? This is, To me, this is much better than Vigil.
0: I will also, uh, the story I do like, I think part of my distance from this is the artwork did not really speak to me. Uh, it does not feel like a professional DC high-level artist. Um, it is very loose. Uh, it plays very fast and loose with proportions, with uh, the facial expressions. It all feels, I don't want to say amateurish, but not quite where it needs to be. Um, to be a high-profile book,
1: um, how, whole, how high how high-profile is this?
0: Well, it, it's a new number one for a, for a character that I'm assuming will they hope will connect.
1: Yeah, I do, I'd like I um, when you say uh,
0: it's not like Batman top obviously.
1: talent. I'm like I don't think DC put their A plus just their like digital first. Team. yeah
0: this is a there it is this is a digital first kind it's, of artist it's um no offense sorry well, no it feels
1: <laughs> it does feel like dc house style so mm. like you say it doesn't feel like dc this feels very dc to Ugh. me because they do have a very specific kind of sin house style that's not
0: green arrow to me is the dc house style like this is oxy this artist, he feels like what I think of in my head, it's a personal opinion, mm-hmm. what I think of in my head as like what DC Comics kind of look like, you know, and this is below that. It's not quite that. Uh, well,
1: thing. I have, a, I have a, a less favorable one then because what I feel, what I, in my head, what I feel about DC House style is um, mid-90s, Oof. very hatched, thin, mm. like... And then it was changed by Eaglesham and and yeah. more colorful and right, but no. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, when you know the uh, new Fifty Two was the uh, was the return of the DC House style that I yeah, yeah. truly despised the oh. the Liefeld of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this upturn into like the more Green Arrow, the more Redondo, Nightwing, the more Dan Mora. Ooh-hoo. Um, I think is yeah. amazing. Whereas. This is more in line with DC house style. I keep doing air quotes like we're in a visual medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But you can hear them, right? (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a very aggressive uh, air quarter uh, for sure. Well, um,
1: there's about to be construction outside, but we're going to power through. Yeah, let's um, do it. Um, what is this? What is well, this? Oh, I'll
0: tell you what this is, man. I picked this up on a whim. <laughs> this is uh, Arcade Kings Number 1 by Dylan Burnett. It is written and drawn by Dylan Barnett. Uh, he's the creator, writer, artist, with colorists Walter Biamonte, Sarah Antonellini, and some Antonellini. And this, my friends, is... A bucket of fun. I enjoyed the dickens out of this.
1: If this was any more fun, what kind of container would it be in?
0: A tub of fun. A fun tub.
1: Wait, like a um, an inset tub or one that you could move with around? With the claw like, feet. The, no, okay. like a big, oh, heavy, so like you could
0: splash around in
1: a, it. A t- like if you just described something as a tub, that could literally just be like a tub of ice that you move oh, around. Or a t- no, no t- like, like a cooler. You think an actual like bathtub.
0: A bathtub with, with the, the animal feet. A bathtub with animal feet
1: filled with joy.
0: Yeah, this is what <laughs> that is. This is like um, it captures the fun and whimsy of whimsy, whimsy of <laughs> Scott Pilgrim. Ah, uh, if you love arcade games, video, video games, Vigias. Uh If you, especially if you're one of those people who goes to play tournaments and you bring your own paddle, uh, this book is for you. It, it also, I would say, is Scott Pilgrim meets Do a Power Bomb. Oh which uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, which is one of, one of the best books of last year. And um, this is just really, really fun. Uh, we've got... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. it, it there was... Um, is he an MMA fighter? In the beginning, we've got a battle. Um, Mick, uh, Victor McMax, and he is um, like some sort of AM, MMA fighter. And uh, then we cut to... Years later, and we've got this main character who has a, he likes to, he prefers to call it dragon fruit, because someone calls him tomato. He looks like a tomato, and it's like, I prefer a dragon fruit. Mm. And uh, it's not a helmet, it's actually his face. Is there a reason why? Not yet. All right. Uh, I'm sure there is a reason, but. um <laughs> born this way, you son of a bitch. It's Well, it's not, because we see him in the beginning. His name is Joe. We see him in the beginning, and he's one of the kids who's cheering on oh, Victor McMax. Uh, in his one of his final bouts, and uh, his little brother is there. And then we cut to now, and we've got this kid who whose uh, aunt owns a um, arcade, and he's got his you know big um, what is that called? Just like an arcade joystick that you can like take places. I don't know. And um, you know these kids you know uh, see him in a dark alley, and they beat him up and try and take it. And then this this Joe shows up with the dragon fruit colored um, face and um, helps him out and then in order to get him some money to pay for the broken controller he is whooping everyone's butt in the arcade for donations like he's taking bets, I whoop your butt in order to raise money to fix this kid's joystick And, um, and then by the end he leaves town and he's on to the next adventure and we're introduced to a big bad who's trying to get him and all that other stuff this is so much fun uh, very big, very um, bright. It's, he, Sushan saw the coloring. She's like, well, that's definitely your color scheme, which apparently <laughs> is just called, like, bisexual lighting at this point. Uh, <laughs> it's just pinks and blues and yellows. Um, very, very cool. I love this book.
1: This, uh, it also feels a little bit like No One Left to Fight. I, I don't know if you ever had a chance to read that. That was no. an Audrey Sitterson book. No. It was basically uh, an homage to, like, Um, Dragon Ball Z and Street Fighter but they got older and it's just like well there's no one left to fight and we have to like find the the other land and like well you're my enemy like um, it was very high falutin but grounded in a specific tone
0: yeah yeah that sounds cool this is very like not elevated like elevated horror but like uh, it's elevated everything's up everything's cranked to 12 yep
1: no one left to fight
0: yeah well in Arcade Kings yeah yeah so I highly recommend this. If you're looking for a big, fun, slobber knocker of a book, this is the one. It's per- Oh, by the way, Perfect Bound. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe a size and a half of a comic book, um, thick-wise. And um, it's got really nice paper all throughout. The coloring is excellent. <laughs> highly recommend. This it- is fresh as hell.
1: Image has been doing this. with uh, So a lot of Perfect Bound, like shorter series. I think mm-hmm. this is maybe only going to be three or four issues, but much thicker. So like chroma. Oh, um, yeah, was only like four issues but it was thick and perfect bound like this that's um, another one
0: I gotta finish that first issue was awesome
1: Ultra Mega was also yeah. perfect bound and big like this uh, yep. yeah they're 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 playing with the format which I enjoy mm-hmm. um, I'm, this,
0: I'm glad this is a mini series Th- this can only sustain maybe three or four issues but I'm gonna read all four of them or however many there is
1: three or four issues per series and yeah. then each series <laughs> uh, like per season 24 seasons yeah 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 yeah
0: Oh, what's um, what's going to wrap
1: us up? No, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, a little, a little, a, a little book called "Justice Society of America" number four, um, um, written by up and up and comers, upstarts, <laughs> Jeff Johns and yeah. Mikhail Janin, Mikkel Janin, 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 Janin. Um, so this book has been very late. Oh, uh, yeah, like I mean. Four issues, but it they started maybe like six or seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just been perpetually getting a little later. I'm assuming it's because of the art. Um, this has been continuing the story points set up in Flashpoint Beyond.
0: Oh, that's right. So it's basically yeah. just
1: kind of like keeps flowing forward. Um, our main character is uh, Helena Wayne from The Future, mm-hmm. um, who who is being hoisted... By your own petard. I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) Hoisted through time two different versions of the Justice Society members, um, past, present, and future, to try and stop them from being killed by this Nazi who is traveling through time to murder versions of the Justice Society of America. Uh. So it's this character named Per Degaton um, who travels to the far future Mm -hmm. and is working his way backwards to kill off Versions of the JSA, so we see him like kill off the JSA of the year three thousand three hundred thirty three thousand and and
0: basically the JSA of like the um, Legion years, Legion years, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And then you know we're going back and forth and back and forth. Uh, It's it's a very fun book. It's a very
0: what uh, back up. He's just a Nazi
1: um there's does other does he not have
0: superpowers I mean, like how is he killing these there's
1: people there's other details <laughs> oh okay cool cool, cool. is
0: that just made <laughs> it sound his, like it was just like it's his, just a nazi his
1: main power is uh time travel and just knowing oh. everything that's going to happen and going back oh, and I forth and back and forth so like i think he's powered up yeah okay. but he's not like inherently born of krypton or something like that I yeah gotcha.
0: just a nazi just a nazi like
1: we're we're we're, we're brass tacks in it mm-hmm. time traveling nazi okay <laughs> um in this issue, you get the sense that the Helena Wayne of it all is she is, she's not a part of these timelines. So she is the X factor that stops him from being able to keep completing his mission. So mm. there's a, there's maybe something else that's throwing her through time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very interesting. It's very fun. It's very big in a Jeff Chan's kind of way. The art is awesome uh, because Mikhail Janin is awesome. Uh, this is a good book. It's so in the weeds.
0: Oh, you you got to be like a DC dude, or um, lady. Yeah. I, well,
1: lady dude. It's it's one or the other. It's either you are already very familiar, you've been, or or like at least you've read uh, Flashpoint Beyond and like kind of kept the through line with the New Golden Age, and you're mm-hmm. really into the JSA and and mm-hmm. at least have a baseline understanding of, or you're reading this and you're comfortable not knowing relationships and it just yeah. kind of. You want to go look up more, but it being, it being super uh, hyper accessible, like something like um, World's Finest is. World's Finest, you literally can pick up any issue, and they will make references to comics from 400 years ago, and it'll still feel like part of the story. Yeah, yeah. this is a little less accessible in that kind of way. Like they, the the palette that they're or the 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 tools that they're playing with. The toys that they're playing with is are very specific old school DC toys, mm-hmm. and i I wonder. I'm aware of all these toys. Yeah. Is it really working for me because I'm aware, or is it working for me despite being right. aware? Yeah, yeah, does yeah. that make sense? No, yeah, of course. Like,
0: I um, often wonder that there are things that I go and enjoy, and I'm like, what does the what does the layman what would the layman think of yeah, this thing I'm reading? Would so they understand any of this? It
1: doesn't diminish how enjoyable it is for what it is, but yeah. is it enjoyable? specifically because of me mm-hmm. or specifically because it's it very well done Is it something you can
0: recommend? Not right? sure yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: um just like I honestly I felt the same way with Flashpoint Beyond. Mm-hmm. Like this was a great mini series. Yeah. Have you read seven other mini series to understand how this even starts? Right. Right. Yeah, I
0: get <laughs> um,
1: it. Um yeah, even though it's a number 1 with caveat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this uh, is this is a, a mini series that I'm really really enjoying with caveats outside mm-hmm. of my experience so yeah, it's right so i think it's it's very fresh but i would struggle like if i was if i was um uh, recommending it to somebody i would probably ask them a couple of uh entry questions sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i get
0: it yeah 100%. it's very good though yeah i, I want to catch up on it because i do love me some jeff johns uh i and en- did you f- uh, finish beyond me cal janet is fine um i did flashpoint beyond i enjoyed more than flashpoint
1: yeah because it was better
0: oh. So I really liked Flashpoint Beyond. I was amazed at how much I enjoyed that.
1: It was a really um, strong book.
0: Yeah, if, if if you're out there and you were kind of iffy on Flashpoint, try try Beyond the sequel is actually very very good and it kicks off this um, this yeah, new Justice it, Society. The
1: reading order goes Flashpoint Beyond, then there was a the new Golden Age one shot. Yeah. And now these four issues of Justice Society of America, and it's it's been playing with the same kind of threadline of this snow globe filled with tachyon energy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, very good.
0: From uh, which is um, related to Doctor Manhattan. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. A la Doomsday Clock, Clock, which
0: still matters, everyone. Oh, good. I mean,
1: if if uh, Jeff Johns has his way, yeah, it's. If you're reading this, it still matters because this is continuity. Oh, that book didn't go anywhere. Like here it is. Okay, yeah. here it is.
0: I, lo- I love Doomsday Clock. So oh, yeah, that book is so good. Um. All right. Is yeah, that us? Is that's what, of it. What are you is looking it? forward to? Uh, what haven't you read that you're like, <laughs> give me that. Um. So, admittedly, it's a very light week. Mm-hmm.
1: I looked at my. I looked at uh, stuff coming out and what I have pulled. This is kind of the. Other that's than it? like two or three issues of something, this is yeah. kind of the, the chunk of it. It's a it's a nice light week. Which you know, somebody that reads so many comics as me. Sometimes that's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember potentially sampling. I guess there's a new Storm miniseries, Storm Number One. Mm-hmm. That might be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I can't remember anything. Supermassive was what I was looking forward to the most this week. Yeah. yeah. Right on. What about uh, you? I'm.
0: I'm. I really want to catch up on Nightwing. i have been really enjoying Tom Taylor's uh, Nightwing, and I'm just so behind on it but I'd like to just plow through it and catch up because it's it's one of the most enjoyable books on the shelves right now for me uh and then tonight we're going to be talking about uh, on the live stream the cult pop live stream on YouTube Facebook live and Twitch we will be discussing Punisher Warzone um, uh, yeah, because,
1: uh, Ray Stevenson passed away this, uh, this past weekend. Um, mm-hmm. the actor that played Frank Castle, he was also in a bunch of other stuff. He was a Volstagg at the, mm-hmm. of the Warriors three. He was, um, Thor movies. um, Rome. Uh, he's going to be, uh, the villain in Ahsoka. Yeah. Coming up. Like neat. he's everywhere. He's one of those yeah. character actors that you see and you're like,
0: Oh yeah, that's yeah, that guy yeah. from the thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so we decided to watch the, um, most maligned.
0: Yeah. But I feel like the maligniest, the maligniest
1: <laughs> um, Punisher. Punisher film, Punisher Warzone that he is in with Dominic West. Which is pro- funny Jimmy because Benz. all of
0: all of the Punisher films are m- different degrees of maligned. Right. You've got the Dolph Lundgren. It's great. From the 80s. <laughs> You've got the Thomas Jane. It's
1: ve- very bad. Uh,
0: which I loved. I uh, it's it. very bad. I loved it. Um, and then I loved it the same way I love the Daredevil movie. Like, I was like, this is awful. God, I love it so much. So
1: masochistically. Yeah.
0: <sighs> um, and uh, and then, yeah, then Punisher Warzone, which I think is actually the worst of them. But I'm going to revisit it today so that we can talk about it tonight.
1: I- I'm halfway through it. Um, liking it even more than I did before. Awesome. And you're uh, so wrong okay. about it being the worst of all of them. We'll see. A uh, TV show is the best of all, but still. Like, oh, of
0: course. Of course. So join us tonight. Um, Yeah, yeah, and we will talk at you later.
1: Do do do. Bye. Bye.
0: If you're listening to the cult pop network home to podcasts live shows
1: and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts and be sure to join us live every wednesday night at youtube.com backslash go at 8 p.m eastern while you're there be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new thunder rounds and episodes of fresh floppies a spoiler free show about single issue comics released each week Until then, we'll talk at you later.